the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Hello and welcome to Kha Kids. This is Kha Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Abby Feldman and I'm 12 years old. Coming up in this Kha Kids today, we have Gary Cohen, who's a podiatrist. In other words, a foot doctor. Also on the show, we have the Kha Kids riddle to challenge your thinking. And you can win an awesome prize from Laurie Park Zoo. Here are the details. If you have any questions or you want to answer the riddle or you just want to say hi, SMS the number 34519 and charge at 1 Rand 50. You can send or you can send in a WhatsApp on 062-148-2374. Please sign your name. Get ready for a really interesting show on Kids today. Right after this. You're listening to Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Abby Feldman. I am 12 years old. Today I have Garen Cohen with me in studio. But before we speak to him, let's wrap up the riddle. The riddle was, what has been, has to be broken before you can use it? Lots of answers came through and thank you so much for playing. The, the answer was an egg. Thank you, Tovia Kaufman. Well done. You will win a prize from Kidinko. Matthew will call you after the car kid show today. My guest in studio, Gary Co- Garen Cohen, he is a foot doctor. A podiatrist. Hi, Gary. How are you? Again, I'm very well. Keep getting Thank your you. name wrong. I'm so sorry. No problem. I'm used to it. <laughs> so, for people who didn't hear the first part of the show, what does a, podi- a podiatrist, uh, podiatrist do? A podiatrist is a healthcare professional, and we treat any condition in our scope of practice, usually from the hip down. Okay. So you more leg. Yes, the foot and the, and the lower leg as well as the upper leg. Okay. And, and indirectly we also treat the pelvis or the hips and even the spine. So anything really related to the feet and anything that can be affected due to poor biomechanics in the feet, which can sometimes go as high up as even the neck. So for people who don't know, aka me, what does, I don't know what the big word you used, what does that mean? Biomechanics? Yeah. Biomechanics is basically movement of the body. Okay. And, um, you know, there's, there's lots of movements occurring in the body and everything occurs as a result of the feet. So if you have a problem in your feet, it's like poor wheel alignment in a motor car, then everything above that is going to be affected. How long have you been doing this for? I have been a podiatrist for 20 years. That's quite a long time. Long time. Yeah. What's your favorite part of the job? Uh, my favorite part of the job is obviously my patience and mm. helping people. Um, obviously feeling rewarded after mm. you have, for example, got a patient who comes to you, they can't run or they can't exercise and we manufacture inserts for their shoes mm. to correct their biomechanics and take their symptoms or their pain away. And they they will phone you or send you an email to say, thank you so much. Um, I've just finished my first 10K or half marathon, and I couldn't have done it without you. And it's just a very rewarding job. Yeah. And what's the weirdest question you've gotten? Sure, quite a few. Yeah? Um, I mean, a lot of the time we are asked, oh, you're a podiatrist. That means you treat children, Yeah. meaning pediatrician. Ah, um, sometimes we asked, 
you know, why do you study for so long mm. uh, just to cut people's toenails? Yeah. And that's obviously a pedicurist or a beautician. Mm. So I probably could write a book. Yeah. But, oh, just um, like weird questions. Mm, there are many. Yeah. Is that definitely like your top few of weird questions or just some of the... Oh, probably some of them. Yeah. Probably some of the weird questions I can't really say over the radio. Yeah. Um, I think we'll keep it at that. <laughs> um, what You talked about the best part of your job and talked about weird questions. What don't you love about this job? Um, you know, people say the more I spend time with people, the more I love my dog. So yeah, I, I, I get that. there's a very, very, very small percentage of people that, you know, just can sometimes make your day really difficult. Mm. You know, obviously you close the door and you forget about it. Yeah. But um, even though 99.9% of my patients are wonderful, yeah. you're always going to get that very, very minuscule percent that can ruin your day or your week. Yeah. Um, probably would have to say... That is the worst, in inverted commas, part of my job. Yeah. I think that's definitely like the hardest. Also, when you like, you have to be social. You have to like, I, I couldn't do that. After like 10 months dealing with people, I'm upstairs in my room. I curled around my dog. trying. Hey, look, like, you get used to it. Yeah. But the problem is we are podiatrists, but we also are often psychologists. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's it's probably the power of touch. Mm. The minute you touch someone's possibly feet, they open up to you and they tell you all their secrets. And it okay. becomes a um, podiatry treatment, but also a bit of a consultation in terms of psychologically trying to sort that patient out. Yeah. Have you ever seen like a foot been like, I, do I really have to touch that? Like, or um, Look, not really. I mean, you get so used to it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say to me, well, it's probably going back to those funny questions, mm. How could you do this job? Yeah. I hate feet. How could you touch people's feet? And I mean, look, at the end of the day, I don't hate feet. Yeah. If we didn't have feet, mm. you know, life would be a lot more difficult. Yeah. Um, but no, I've, I've seen a few things that have maybe, you know, caused me to pause for a second or two. <laughs> But uh, you get over it and you do what you have to do. I love how you're like, oh, pause. I'll be singing like, ah, <laughs> You're like, no, no, it makes me pause. But I know I'd be like, mm. um, Do you have any hobbies besides doing this? Uh, yes, uh, I enjoy running, mm-hmm. which is probably my favorite yeah. hobby. Considering and, you deal with feet all day. Yeah. And I enjoy gymming. Mm-hmm. And I used to have a few other hobbies until the children were born. I know they're listening. Yeah. Hello, Brandy and Kiki. <laughs> but um, I love them very much. But, you know, you, you've you got to prioritize in love. Mm. Very nice save, I have to say. Um, we talked about weirdest questions. What's the weirdest story you have? The weirdest story is probably, maybe not weird, probably weird bordering on gross. Okay. So for those sensitive listeners, maybe turn the radio down. <laughs> Um, but um, what happened was... I, I, my producer's standing in the corner <laughs> with her like, no, it's not so on bad. her face. What happened was I, I had a patient with an ingrown toenail. Yeah. Which happens when the part of the nail digs into the flesh. Mm. And obviously she had left it and she was away mm. hiking, I think mm. somewhere in the berg. Oh. And she happened to walk through some very dirty, swampy, marshy mm. water. And left the dressing on. 
and came to see me, I had to take the dressing off. And when I took the dressing off, there were maggots on her oh. big toe. Oh, oh my so, God. So, you know, we spoke about me having to pause for a few seconds. I would run, not pause. It was maybe a little bit longer than a few seconds, but you do what you have to do. And I know, I think I Kathy spoke. I my eyes. And I <laughs> <laughs> Kathy spoke, I think it was this morning or yesterday, about wound care, yeah. using maggots. And actually, one thinks it's really gross, but they do help in cleaning the wound. And eating it. And they eat the dead tissue. And they leave the healthy tissue alone. So you don't really want to, you know, start killing everything in sight. So that, that was my weird bordering on gross story. It was maggots in someone's foot and you're just okay with it? Of course. <laughs> so now I think you're going to think twice when you want to ask me another weird or funny or gross yeah, story. Yeah, um, that rules out like half of my questions. <laughs> um, that one's gone. Um, okay, let's, on a happier note, what inspired you to be a podiatrist? I always was interested in the medical field. Yeah. Um, would never have gotten into medicine. Mm. Marks were not good enough. And funnily enough, a very, very good friend of mine and a family friend had been doing podiatry. He was in his second year. He's now living in Canada. And when I was complaining to him about all my friends signing up to become, well, to do BCOMs, mm -hmm. etc., I said to him, I don't want to be an accountant. He said, why don't you think about podiatry? I said, podiatry what? What do you mean? Yeah. He explained to me what it was about. And I actually went to go and sit with Two podiatrists for the day yeah. in a very busy sports type setup. Yeah. And I said to myself, I think I could do this. We just got a message, um, no name, just saying hi, dad. So I feel that's more directed to you. Well, I hope it's from Marcus. Yeah. Um, so we're going to pause the interview for a little. We're going to play a song and then we'll get back to you. Okay. Thank you. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Ha Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Abby Feldman. I am 12 years old. I have Garrett and Cohen in studio with me. Hi, how are you? Well, we've discussed this. Good, already. how are you? Good, thanks. Um, so let's go back to the questions. Um, I'm going to regret asking this. What else have you seen besides um, maggots on a foot? So we deal with uh, your general stuff, for example, corns. Yeah. Calluses. Okay. Warts, ingrown toenails. Mm -hmm. Then we treat diabetics. Yeah. We usually educate diabetics on proper foot care. Yeah. We assess the di diabetics because they do get a lot of problems with their feet. How come? Because unfortunately they have very poor what we call vascularization, which is blood flow. Okay. And the blood has to flow from the heart down to the feet which is quite mm. far away, and then it has to return back to the heart. Mm. So they, if they're not well controlled, taking their medication, watching their, their weight, food that they eat, mm. it can cause the, the blood vessels to, to stop functioning properly mm. and affect the feet. And unfortunately can, if not controlled, lead to amputations. Oh, fun. That's always a good thing. Um, and then we also treat... Um, biomechanics. Yeah. So in terms of your, your sports patients, mm. um, 
We treat people who have issues from running, playing any type of sport. We manufacture inserts for the shoes. We look at children who walk badly, children with flat feet, children who are knock kneed and we usually manufacture inserts for them, and we educate on correct footwear. What are your thoughts on nail polish and high heels? So nail polish is fine. Mm. I don't have a problem with nail polish. Yeah. The only problem I have is when my patients arrive middle of winter okay. wearing polish, because I think it's it's not necessary. Okay. It's always good for the nails to, to breathe. Yeah. No one is really going to see them. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, look, it just depends. Some people respond fairly well to nail polish. Others tend to get discoloration of their nails. Yeah. And even, unfortunately, from the base coat, they can still yeah. get some discoloration. Yeah. And I just say to my patients, give your nails a break. Yeah. Don't have polish on 24-7, 365. Yeah. Uh, high heels, they have their place. Yeah. Well, where is their Usually place exactly? very back of the cupboard. Okay. Um, like look, in, in the bonfire kind of an idea or? Absolutely. But or then, the then we would get less patience, you see. Yeah. So, so it's good for of, business. Mm, it's the win-lose situation. No, I don't have a problem with them. It just depends on what one is doing. If you're going to go walk around a shopping center for three hours, don't wear your high heels. Okay. But then one wants to look good. Yeah. And, and a lot of the ladies think they look good in their high heels. So every shoe has its place. We so, just need to be sensible about it. So where would one be able to wear the high heels where you think it's okay? I call them restaurant sitting down and eating shoes. Okay. So you basically, okay. So I tell my patients, fine, wear your high heels. Make sure that you're parking close to the restaurant. It's a short walk. When you get there, you sit down most of the evening and then mm-hmm. your short walk back to your car and you drive home. You can wear any shoes you want to. Or just wear flat shoes. It's much easier. Look, if the shoes are too flat, they also can cause problems. Yeah, like what kind of so shoes? So you want you a, a heel. So yeah. the pumps are no good. Okay. They also cause a lot of problems. There's absolutely no support from a shoe like that. <clears throat> and the the slip slops, which one is going to start wearing, hopefully soon with spring day coming up, are also no good. So again, shoes have their place. One just has to be sensible and plan your day depending on what sort of shoes you're going to be wearing. So no high heels, no pumps, no Havianas or slip slops. So you're more into like Birkenstocks. They are fantastic. Yeah. But aesthetically, some people don't like them. And what do you think of Crocs? Hmm, Crocs have their place. They were initially designed for easy on, easy off, easy to wash, uh, shoes for the garden, shoes to be worn on the beach and by the pool. So, for example... Can you imagine the tan you would get if you're wearing a Crocs in the summer. would be quite interesting. <laughs> it would. You can do like a smiley face on each one. But when one wears Crocs all day, every day, mm. without the support, no shank, it can cause a problem. Yeah. So, again, it's about moderation. And very, very, very important, which a lot of people still don't know, is that you need to change your shoes from day to day. Just do not ever wear the same pair of shoes consecutive days. Why? I knew you were going to ask that. Of course, because you're not you're like <coughs> telling me not to wear... Okay. No, Two no. reasons. Yeah. Number one, hygiene. Okay. In order for the shoe to aerate properly, 
you need to not wear it for 24 hours. But you're not like... Because there's moisture when your foot is in a shoe, they're sweating, and it increases your risk of fungal infections, etc. Number two, if you're wearing the same shoe Monday to Friday, you're getting the same pressures in the shoe. And then you can get rubbing, you can get corns, and if you've got a little bit of a biomechanical issue, then that shoe is going to to trigger it off very quickly. So what do you think about people at school have to wear like school shoes? Look, it's not ideal. And unfortunately, a lot of people are not in a position financially to have two pairs of school shoes. But that would be absolutely ideal. Okay. You know, depending on the school, one doesn't do a lot of walking. Mm. Um, hopefully, you know, the teachers tend to come to you till one gets to a certain level in school. But the problem with school really is the, the school cases that are becoming so heavy, causing lots of spinal problems and postural problems. Okay. So what shoes do you suggest? Well, again, it all depends on the occasion. Every and, day walking. And again, it also depends on one's feet okay. and one's structure of one's feet. So you've got to make sure that the shoe that you choose fits you properly. And it fits your job. So if you've got a very high arch, very wide foot, you don't want to go and, and try and squeeze that foot into a very tight, narrow, tapered, high heel shoe. Because then you're going to start changing the structure of your foot. That sounds healthy. So I usually recommend, you know, to my patients, because they're obviously coming to me and they've mm. got problems, I recommend more of your health shoes. So your shoes, for example, like your, your Rockport, your Hush Puppy, your Green Cross, um, shoes that are fairly well made tend mm -hmm. to be fairly wide and good support. And for people, you're talking about how people can't really afford to, let's say, have two pairs of um, school shoes. Why, if someone isn't in the financial place to afford those kind of shoes you recommend, what would you suggest? If, if they are or if they aren't in there. They that, aren't. If they aren't. Well, I mean, then obviously they, they get one pair of school shoes and they wear them, very importantly, until the shoe is actually finished or until they outgrow the shoe. And But they should always outgrow the shoe before they outwear the shoe, mm. meaning that if that shoe is a decent quality, they need to, you know, obviously their foot is increasing in size as they as they grow. <clears throat> then they need to change the shoe. They shouldn't be changing the shoe because it's got holes in mm. or they walk over some water and they find that their socks are wet. Yeah. So that's very important. So, and for the people who aren't in school but still can't afford Birkenstocks or Hush Puppies, what shoes would you suggest to them that are cheap alternative? Uh, the Barter are good, you know, by Jordan Shoes. Mm. Um there are lots of uh, warehouses out there. There are lots of factory shops that tend to sell shoes. And, you know, you just got to make sure that on the day the shoe is comfortable, that you go preferably late morning or early afternoon when the feet have swelled a bit, and just walk around in that shoe and really just make a point of feeling where the toes are, if there's anything catching or rubbing, and just to make sure that that shoe is really comfortable in the store. Uh, okay. And what's your favorite kind of shoe? My favorite kind of, what, everyday work shoe? Yeah. 
My favorite, we, we're going to punt them quite a bit. My favorite shoe are Birkenstocks. Ah, okay. Um, really? For sure. Why? They fit nicely. They're nice and wide. They're very supportive. They're very comfortable. And they last a long time. Huh. Okay. Um, we'll get back to these questions. We're just going to play one more song. Okay. Okay. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. That song was In Summer from Frozen. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Abby Feldman. We have Garen Cohen in studio with us today, and we're going to carry on asking him a few questions. So we have a question on the SMS line. I think it's, what shoes should you wear if you have orthotics? Not really. So, look, it's a difficult question to answer because there are a lot of different factors that goes into deciding why one should have orthotics. Um, you know, I'm possibly thinking that that listener is, is asking if you have orthotics in your shoes, um, should the shoe be supportive? Are you going to overcorrect? Yeah. And the answer is, yes, you possibly can. Um, if the patient has orthotics, which are designed to control biomechanics and get that person walking better, support the arch, you need to make sure that the shoe meets certain requirements or that orthotic device will not fit into the shoe. Mm. So ideally, you want to get the orthotic device and then go shoe shopping. Because ah. what's very important is to make sure the shoe is relatively deep that it can accommodate that in-shoe device or that orthotic. So I have a question for you. So a few years ago, I had uh, quite a big injury in my foot, and I couldn't wear closed shoes for about a year, year and a half. So I wore like Kavianas. I know, I can see your face. I could just turn it into like a shot clip. Okay, don't say it, don't say <laughs> it. Um, do you think that affected my foot in any way? Well, put, you didn't see a podiatrist hmm. What's because the okay. they could have diagnosed what the problem was. Um, look, I mean, it's it's quite strange that you felt comfortable in a sandal or a, a flip-flop and that you you never had pain when you wore a flip-flop. So I know what the issue was. I was just thinking that do you think it affected my foot in any way? But like, Look, I mean, in terms of having a long-term negative effects, the answer is probably no. Okay, that's always good. And again, it depends on the individual person, what sort of feet you have. Some people do well with flip-flops. They walk fine. They have no issues. They can wear them for, for 10, 15, 20 years with no issues. And some people battle, you know, after after a day or two. So it really depends on, on each individual person. But again, what I said earlier, you don't really want to wear a shoe like a flip-flop that gives no support all day, every day. Okay. You want to try and vary your shoes depending on the occasion, what you, you're using them for. So if you're going to the beach and you're going to arrive at the beach and kick the shoes off and be barefoot the rest of the day, then a flip-flop is fantastic. But mm-hmm. if you're going to be walking distance, and you require that support, then they're not good. Ah, oh, okay. Um, did you all what? What did you want to be when you were younger? When I was younger, <clears throat> I actually don't really remember. 
You know, okay. I suppose like like all young kids, they want to be astronauts, they want to be firemen. Um, I was always very much into my sport. I really enjoyed my tennis. Um, so my my you know aspirations, my dream was to be a you know professional tennis player, which didn't happen because I wasn't good enough. And then I okay. thought, well, if I can't do that, I'll just be a podiatrist. Uh, what did you have to study to become a podiatrist? So we study for four years at what's now called UJ. Mm. Used to be called Technicon Vitvatisrand. Uh, podiatry right. is only offered at UJ in the whole of South Africa. Oh, wow. And it's a B-Tech degree. And it is a four-year course and a very good course. So if anyone is thinking about studying podiatry, they can go to the website, which is www.podiatrist.co.za. All the information is there, and I, I urge people to seriously consider it because it's a wonderful profession. Do you have any tips for people who, um, well, do you have any tips for people? <laughs> uh, in terms of feet? Yeah. My tips are really just to look after your feet because you only get one pair. Mm. And when feet start to give problems, it can really affect one's life. So you want to just make sure that very importantly, which I think we've spoken about in length, is good footwear. Not thinking too much about aesthetics. I know aesthetics are important, but it's also important to be able to leave your house in your nice looking shoes because they are also comfortable. Mm. If you put on shoes that don't fit, you're not going to get very far. And just to practice good hygiene, dry the feet very well after bathing or showering, especially when you use someone else's. Uh, hotel showers, public swimming pools, etc. And just trimming those nails properly. And also just to use the services of a podiatrist more. Because I still see a lot of people, you know, they only get to us once they've seen their this doctor, that doctor, spoken to mm. their friends, cousins, aunties, uncle. Um, you know, we, we do know a lot about the foot. We know a lot about how the foot um interferes with the rest of the body and I'm sure that if someone has a problem you know we probably will be able to diagnose and manage that problem um, hopefully as as quickly as we possibly can. And what do you think about reflexology? I hope I said it right. Uh, Look I mean I can't really comment a lot about that because I don't know enough about it. Mm. I know there's a lot of people that swear by it um, I'm not such a fan, I must be honest. Um, I do get patients who come to me and they say, I've got this lesion under my foot and my reflexologist said that it's sitting right by my liver and I need to go and look after my liver. I could have liver disease. And I just say to them, listen, that lesion is a corn. That yeah. corn formed because of mechanical stress and load, because your foot structure, your body's trying mm. to protect you. So it formed this localized hard skin. It's got nothing to do with your liver. Don't worry. It's not a liver issue. But I do think that a good foot massage can certainly get rid of toxins and it can relax the person. So I don't have a problem with that side of it. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for spending your time. We really appreciate it. Pleasure. And this has been Chakiz and hope you tune in tomorrow.